Welcome back to the Talk and Chop podcast brought to you by the folks at Chief of Staff KC, your local trusted talent scouts making connections that matter. That's right. Joining us this week is Brian Schweitzer, president of Schweitzer Brothers Painting. Brian, I know you're out at the Arrowhead, uh, out at Arrowhead on Monday. How's your week been so far? It's been good. Uh, it didn't. A lot of people thought Monday would ruin the whole week for everybody, but uh, I went out with my kids. We left at halftime. We we're in home and warm. Yeah, with plenty of time. So yeah. it's been an, it's still been a productive week. Yeah, Good. man, yeah. that was a that was a that wasn't the game we were all expecting. That performance is a little lackluster still on offense. The defense did show up. Mm -hmm. We'll get into our takes for the game coming up here soon. But uh, you know, first we're bringing you our position of the week, brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Uh, we're a recruiting firm in Brookside, and we'll bring you the best accounting and finance, admin, marketing, HR, ops, and sales talent Kansas City has to offer. Lucas, what do we got? All right, so. We're working with two private equity firms here in town. Um, one more on like an investment analyst position, um, which I may have previously mentioned, but we're still hot and active. Uh, they want the big four public accounting background, um, doing the due diligence for potential acquisitions of companies. So that's pretty exciting. Mm -hmm. And then we have another position though that just came in today. It's gonna be more on like the operational accounting side. Um, they're gonna be doing some of the accounting for some of these properties in like Turks and Caicos. And then they have some other properties throughout uh, the United States as well. But that's gonna be more operational accounting within the private equity firm as well. Um, as far as the operations positions, I think they recently picked up two positions within some insurance brokerage uh, roles. So that's going to be more producer sales oriented. And then the operations side, as I previously mentioned, that's going to be more of like a warehouse manager type of position. Yeah. Um, and then uh, customer service uh, roles. I've I always mentioned this. I will always continue to do that because 16 to $20 an hour range customer service roles um, are still going to be hot and, and active. So yeah. uh, all across the board, job market is not slowing down anytime soon. So yeah. And if you need any like holiday cash coming up, we got a couple temp roles coming up as well for mm -hmm. the end of the year. Um, so if you're in need of work, just let us know. We've got a, got a job for you. Uh, but that's our positions of the week brought to you by Chief Staff. Awesome. Well, Brian, you continue to make a huge impact in Kansas City year after year. Um, you know, but for those who maybe don't know, do you mind giving us a quick background and, and summary of, of what you're currently doing and, and what you do? We do uh, commercial and residential painting. I'm a fourth generation painter since 1911. My great grandfather wow. started a company uh, back then and my grandfather worked for him. My father and uncle worked for them. I have a bunch of cousins still in it. And then in over the years, a couple guys have split off. And then over the years, myself and my brothers have split off. Sure. So there are three Schweitzer painting companies. Okay. And we're just a trusted name in Kansas City. And yeah. uh, we, uh, we've grown every year since we've been open. And since 2008, we just continue to try to make things better and yeah. do better. And we're learning all the time. So do you guys compete against each other? Do you have specific niches or? Uh, uh, we do very little, but most of, the, most of us just have our own clients that okay. uh, sure. there's a lot of walls that need to be painted in Kansas right. City mm -hmm. and we can all get to it. But do you travel to the Northland? A little bit, <laughs> yes. Uh, my Northland friends will laugh at this. I just found out there are more than one plat Yes, I thought it was Platt, but yeah. it, it. I think there's like four of them. Yeah. There's a few. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't. Are know you from the Northland? North yeah. So we are looking into getting the exterior of our home done. So then yes, we'll go paint your house. Okay. 
for a, <laughs> a great price for yeah. under Schweitzer Brothers painting. Good go. deal. I will text you later. <laughs> there we go. Uh, well, I appreciate the background. That's really cool. I didn't know, uh, you know, you a fourth generation painter. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, 2008, when we started, uh, it wasn't a great year to, to start a construction division of anything, mm. but I just grinded it out. I was working 90 hours a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I made $8,000 my first year because a lot of it went back into trucks and yeah. sure. equipment and all that. Sure. And I loved every minute of it. And it's it's interesting to hear people say that they want to be an entrepreneur. And I immediately think, can you do what I did? Yeah. Mm. And can you can you make it work? Absolutely. I'm going through that right now. It's not easy. I'll tell you that. Yeah. 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 Yep. yeah. Well, that kind of leads me into my next question. It's kind mm-hmm. of our recurring question of the year. Casey likes to call us the conduits of culture. Um, and so we find that, you know, focusing on good culture fits for our clients leads to a successful long-term placement. So, um, you know, since 2008 and since you, uh, you know, kind of taken on that entrepreneurial mindset and growing your own company, like what do you value when it comes to either building a culture or hiring for that culture fit? Uh, we, we look at our 50, 60 employees that we don't just have that one person that we're trying to make their lives better. We, we look at it as we have 50, 60 families that we work with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I like that. What keeps me up at night is what's next. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's more about the, your employee than it is yourself of how can I keep this guy busy mm-hmm. and keep, to, keep his family fed and keep him happy throughout the holidays, throughout the, the weather and mm-hmm. all that stuff. So bringing on people, it, I don't know, we, we pride ourselves on making sure everybody's taken care of. If somebody has an issue, uh, you know, we, we won't just fire somebody for showing up late a couple of times. We ask them, hey, is everything okay? Yeah, sure. And try to get down to what, if there's a reason for it and if we can help them out. Mm-hmm. You know, and we do if we can. Um, this is kind of a side note real quick. I was curious how your industry was impacted during the pandemic was it everyone was at home and so i know that a lot of renovation projects were going on and things of that nature did that benefit or did you guys benefit from that we did um, uh it a lot of people wanted things remodeled um, a lot of people were leaving their offices wanting them repainted and for some reason construction workers were labeled essential mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so That's we right. just put our masks on and and grinded it out and went mm-hmm. kept kept working so we were very fortunate that we were able to keep the Kansas City side of uh, construction going a little bit, nice. just like the rest of the rest of us. Uh, sure. So okay, it wasn't it wasn't bad. Nice. I'm just curious, um, and I may have taken one of your answers for <laughs> one of these questions here, but I'm sure you can think of others. So we're going to go into the quick hitter segment, as we previously talked about or briefly touched on before the show. It'll be the first down, sack, and hail mary, and we'll start with the first down, which will be a recent bit of success you and your company have recently had uh, that would lead to future success? Uh, we just got a random call from a property owner that deals with a lot of buildings downtown. So we are trying to uh, get them up to the level of, of our clients that we take care of. Mm-hmm. We, we're kind of selective of who we work with. Right. So uh, they reached out to us. Uh, I don't know if we were quite ready to get into another client yet. Uh, our clients keep us pretty busy, but yeah. we're, we're excited to to start servicing uh, the downtown community. Nice. That's awesome. Uh, office buildings and stuff like that. And they're, they're a pretty big company. So we'll, we'll, oh, yeah. uh, we'll get in with them and yeah. keep growing. That commercial yeah. side will be great for you. Um, what about a sack? And, and it can be a recent setback that you've overcome and learned from. Uh, there might be a, 
a couple of employees that we've held on to for too long. Uh, and mm-hmm. it goes back to trying to take, take care of their, them and their family and all that. But uh, I don't like losing employees. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it makes me look back at myself and my managers of, is this something w- that we could have avoided or we could have helped? But right. it's coming up that we might need to make some changes with some, uh, some employees to... Sure to keep moving forward. And yeah. it's not an easy thing for us to do. Mm-hmm. It's always tough when it's dealing with a, a person. Right? Yeah. Right. The business is the nature of the business. Yeah, man. You know? Being being in a leadership position like that, sometimes you got to make those tough calls and it's not easy to, to deal with the ramifications of that, realizing, mm-hmm. you know, they do, they are a person, they have family and all that. But, you know, it's a challenge being a leader. So That's right. Yeah. That's probably the hardest part of our job, yeah. of mine. I can only imagine. Um, Hail Mary, what's a big goal uh, that you're working on, Brian, for the next 12 months? Uh, I think next year, the more and more setbacks on people are getting used to uh, working from home, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a lot of downsizing and a lot of subleases. So I think the commercial side of the world is going to scale back a little bit, okay. and the residential side is going to continue to grow. I could see that, yeah. So uh, I don't know if it's more of a Hail Mary or more of just kind of a pivot mm-hmm. that we are doing. We're going to be doing a lot more homes in the next six months, gotcha. which is still uh, profitable for us. It, it still infills all the big jobs that uh, my bigger estimators bring in. Sure. Oh, that's awesome. I hope and wish you success in that. And I think you guys will do uh, a phenomenal job. So uh, like I said, maybe I can be one of your oh, <laughs> yeah. first, first residential homes here in the next year. So there you yeah. go. All right. Well, that does it for talking shop. We're going to transition into talking chop. Obviously, uh, before we get into the recap of the game and everything, you have a very famous coat um, that, that makes waves on social media and throughout the Kansas City community. That's right. Can you give us a little background on the story of that? Uh, so my buddy Dave Lossie made uh, a few of these coats, and um, I was re- the recipient of one of them. We ended up donating it to the Tyron Matthew Foundation. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I got angry as it was (laughs) sitting up there and watching other people bid on it, and I wanted it back. So I bought my own coat (laughs) back just because I don't want anybody else to have it. So many people have said, you know, you should make these coats and sell them, and I'd rather not. There you go. Before I even met you in in Brian in person, Casey was showing his jacket off everywhere, and and then, yeah, it's a hit. Yeah, I've seen it on, like, Mayor Lucas. Yeah. Yeah, it makes its rounds. I like that. It went to uh, the the Super Bowl in Miami when we won. That's right. Flo Rider and Pitbull were wearing it (laughs) up on stage. and uh, Mr. 305. The hunts. It it was funny when I took it to get it dry-cleaned. They, were, they said, what's on it? And I said, blood, sweat, tears, and champagne from Flowrider. <laughs> and that's oh, what was it. on the coat. Hell yes. Love it. Uh, hell yeah. Well, I don't know if it made it out to Arrowhead on Monday night, but that was, a, that was an interesting performance. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the spirit of Andy Reid, we always give our guests the first take of the game. Um, so with that, time's yours. It did make The coat did make it to the game. There you it go. it is a commitment. It there you has go. made it to Miami. It's made it to Nashville. And it's going to make it to Vegas. There you go. In a couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. But it, uh, rain or shine, the coat plays. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as far as the game, I'm not the biggest sports ball fan. Yeah. I, I don't go out to watch the games. I, I can't name all the players on the Chiefs. Uh, I, 
on Monday when I went out with my family, I've got a seven-year-old who was with me, and he plays Madden and collects cards and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And sure, we have a new running back that did kind of well. Yeah, Derek Gore. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A bunch of people <laughs> were asking, "Who's this guy?" And my seven-year-old gave the stats of Gore. Wow. And like three rows, all turn and like look at him, and we're like, <laughs> "How do you know that?" And yeah. He kind of was like, "How do you not?" Wow, yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. What is Louisiana Monroe, or is that where he's from? Some yeah. some very small school like that. He right? did. He, right, yeah. he said Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know anything about uh, Mr. Gore. I yeah. hope oh, he's yeah. going to do he well. Was, I mean, he made some waves in the preseason. Mm-hmm. He's on the practice squad. He just called him up. I mean, I was getting shades of Priest Holmes out there. He looks good. The way he was making those. He's just very patient runner. Um, downhill too. He hits the holes really hard. I mean. It's it's not something we typically see from Daryl. You yeah. know, he he just kind of runs where he's assigned and doesn't like that touchdown mm-hmm. where he juked and mm-hmm. like Le'Veon Bell out there. He's a good. he's a one cut and then like north south. Yeah, and I, I loved it. That one of my favorite takeaways from that game was, you know, when we decided to to run it four times in a row yep. and give him the Never touchdown. Got me fired up. I know the players were fired mm-hmm. up. I think even Orlando Brown after the game was was asking, or maybe during the game was asking, hey, let's run the ball some more. Yeah. Uh, why not? Play some smash mouth. I mean, I think that's been our biggest uh, hindrance is, like, the lack of commitment to the run game. And you hear the talking heads, like, talk all about that. Like, mm-hmm. why the hell aren't we running the ball? Andy Reid, you mm-hmm. pass 48 times, whatever it is. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, the RPO isn't working because you're not getting anyone to bite on those run pass options because you're not running the ball. And then you play two high safeties, and then you just dare them to run right. it. And, like, right. That's, I mean, that's the recipe to beat the Chiefs. And until Patrick Mahomes embraces the dink and dunk, and then you start running the ball, we're gonna get the same results. Like, yep. I thought we would have, like, you know, coming up on this other game. Like, I thought we were in store for another loss. But you know, with Jordan Love, Aaron Rodgers getting COVID. That's you know, right. what are your thoughts on that? How do you think we'll fare against the Packers with uh, Aaron Rodgers out? Uh, much like Mr. Gore, he was hungry and he wanted yeah. that opportunity, and he he did real well. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I still think we're going to lose. <laughs> Fair. Because yeah, I don't, I don't whoever this, you, who, who's the new quarterback? Yeah, Jordan Love. They drafted him in the first round last year. Green Bay? Yeah. 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 This is a sophomore season, right? Yeah, it yeah. is. Similar yeah. to Mahomes. <clears throat> Who um, else had a good season his sophomore year? Yeah. Right? That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, again, and when I, when I look at this game coming up against the Packers, it's, you know, and until the Chiefs show me something otherwise, I just don't really have faith in what they're doing right now. I know we went out and signed Melvin Ingram, and, you know, OBJ might get cut, and Sean Jackson got cut. I mean, we could mm-hmm. sign another wide receiver. But, I mean, I just don't think we have the talent necessary to really take us over the top. I think we might limp into the playoffs, but I just compared to some of these other AFC teams, I don't see it. Unless, unless the defense can start clicking, they did have a good mm-hmm. performance on Monday, don't get me wrong. Um, but I don't know. We just got to put it all together. One one funny thing is we had to play the Packers. Was it two years ago yeah, with Matt, Matt Moore, Moore, backup quarterback, and then so then the following year we were hoping to see a a, a Packers Chiefs Super Bowl, which then the Packers State lost Farm Bowl, yeah. in the NFC Championship game, yeah. and then now we were anticipating a another Rodgers and Mahomes game, and yeah. unfortunately that game may never happen. However, now it's our turn to have a starting quarterback in line and yeah. and play against their backup. So yeah. I think the Chiefs are gonna. Uh, use this to their advantage and continue to keep this snowball effect going yeah. because right now we need to latch on to some hope. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, as you mentioned, you know we don't know what the future may hold. With right. the Do you think all the state. running, the running that you were talking about, is setting up for the next game? 
Could be. I hope so. I hope they bring it into play. I, I, as you mentioned, only good things can happen from continuing with a run first yeah. kind no, of mentality. I mean, they did so much running against the Giants. Now they're not going to do any running. I, I mean, I don't know. I th- like. I don't know enough about the Packers' defense to be honest to to really say what that game plan is going to look like. I would be surprised if we didn't commit more to it, just mm. because. I mean, if you look at our game plan against the freaking Giants, like yeah. <laughs> we still we still try to pass the ball. We had two turnovers through the air. Like I just I don't know. I. Uh, Man, it's it's weird time to be a Chiefs fan right now. Were right. the Giants no good? Oh yeah, they're terrible. Yeah, like I didn't leave oh. that game feeling good yeah. about the Chiefs. Like we won, sure, but it we a, yeah lost either way. But though. it didn't yeah. feel it wasn't dominant fashion. It didn't feel like the Chiefs were back. I mean, yeah. for the first fifteen scripted plays, we looked phenomenal. I was like, okay, things are good. Yeah. And, Same thing happened in the Chargers game. Move the ball at will and can't score. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's the thing is, I just. I don't know. Until we can actually get the turnovers done, the defense like playing solid, get freaking Neiman and Sorensen off the field. On third um, down I mean, how can you pass interfere someone and still let them catch the ball like forty yards down the field? <laughs> Anyways, but like until the the offense can embrace the run and checking down, and Mahomes doesn't have happy feet in the pocket. I think that's been another huge problem. Is he's just not comfortable with this new line. Mm-hmm. They're not. He, they're giving him enough space. He's yeah. just making plays. I think he's got PTSD from the Super Bowl. Uh, but yeah, until we can pull it all together and keep the ball in our hands and not turn it over, I just sure. don't see. Like, I'm not confident enough to, you know, outright pick the Chiefs week in, week out. I think this Rodgers thing definitely, you know, flips the script. If we're gonna go to the playoffs, you have to have breaks fall your way throughout the season. Who do you think's gonna win on break. Sunday? Me, I think I think the Chiefs will pull it out. I think yeah. it'll be still pretty close. Um, and I mean, unless we just come in and and, uh, you know have an awesome script, sure. but I still think it'll be probably Chiefs, like, 31, Packers 24. Like, yeah. I, I think we'll we'll hopefully move the ball, maybe, like, 28-24. I don't know. The jacket you don't sound me, co- confident No, I'm all. not. Yeah. I'm not. That, that, <laughs> that game gave me no confidence. Confident. Like, I mean, it was a, it's a lose-lose situation going into that Giants game. It's like, if we won but didn't win enough, then we yeah. still lost. But yeah. if, you know, if we lost, then, you know, season's over. Sure. And then if – we won and we blew them out. Like, yeah, we could turn a corner, but we didn't do that. It was just, yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of momentum going. Middle of the road. Do you think the jacket would make it an appearance? Are you going uh, to this the game? coat? Yeah, the, the coat. Yeah, the coat's committed. Yeah, it's always oh, yeah. every game season ticket holder. Yeah, we've right got here. season tickets. We've got this, yeah, this got little it. guy here. Good. Oh yeah. Good. So no. Do you have be... a score prediction though? What do you think's gonna happen? Chiefs lose. Oh, um, oh, I got to be a Chiefs fan through and through. <laughs> so 72 to 1. There we go. <laughs> right, there we go. Love it. Um, Same as my Super Bowl yeah. prediction. I think uh, things are up in the air now with the quarterback situation. Packers still are good in other facets of the game. It'll be close. Uh, 28 to 21. Yeah. Talker, what do you think? 23 20. 23 20. Yeah. See? Chiefs Kingdom does not have a lot of confidence right now. I saw on Bleacher Report we graded that win against the, the, the Giants like a C or a D. Um, as What's the line or over-under on the well, game? Well, it was the Chiefs were like minus two, and then it was a pick em, and now it's minus eight or minus seven and a half, depending on what book you're looking at for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. So we were still favored in a game where they're number one in the league in the power rankings, and we're like number 15. Like I didn't, I don't know why that line existed at where we were favored at all. <laughs> like I get the field goal thing, but sure. I did not think we were gonna win that game. What's your uh, score prediction? I'm gonna go 28-24 Chiefs. I still think we can pull it out, uh, just for the fact that Rodgers isn't playing. If he was playing, I think we'd get our 
butts handed to us. But mm. the new know. guy's hungry, just like Gore. That's right. Yeah, I mean, I remember when uh, what's his face, um, Justin Herbert came in uh, last last year, week yeah. one. Like you never know; these these people can surprise you. And I mean, they drafted him to replace Rodgers, so they're getting this, their first look at him. So I think they're pretty excited about it. We will Regardless. need the uh, Arrowhead impact, right? We'll need mm-hmm. the, the crowd noise to be back. It was lackluster on Monday. If we can get in Jordan Love's head early, I, th- I think we'll yeah. stand a good shot. I think this is this is a must-win game for the Chiefs. I mean, every you know freaking game the rest of the season with our record the way it is is a, is a must-win. But you know, when when life hands you breaks like this, you got to take full advantage. And if they don't, I, I think you know our confidence is already shot right now. If we lose against the Jordan Love, I think it's it's gone. So you guys are both going to the game. I'll be there. I will not. We watch from my couch, so I'll be nice and relaxed. <laughs> what are you married with kids or something? No, no, no. Getting engaged. Close. Getting close. Engaged, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Casey. That's right. There that's you right. go. Is that um, her, that's her name. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Same as my Girl, boss. Girl Casey Interesting, is really right? Yeah. Confusing. <laughs> yeah. I remember meeting Casey and Corey and uh, didn't know who was who. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Typical. Um, well. You know, hopefully on Sunday we're, we have, uh, you know, higher spirits, yep. you know, get a little spirits in you and your spirits will rise. So um, maybe see you out there in the parking lot we'll be on there. Sunday. Yeah. Um, but that does it for week eight of Talk and Chop, uh, brought to you by Chief of Staff KC. Whether you're listening in on uh, YouTube, Spotify, or Apple, wherever you get podcasts, make sure to follow us along all season as we interview some of Kansas City's top execs and personalities. Ryan, thanks again for being with Thank us. Thank you, Brian. Appreciate, Appreciate it. it. Awesome yeah. to learn more about Switzer Bros. And, um, yeah, we need that code energy this Sunday. That's right. Uh, but we'll catch you all next week. And as always, go, go Chiefs. Chiefs.